I don't understand the economy. I try. I make the effort. I stare at the numbers and my head starts spinning. But I have friends who understand it better than I ever will. And that's why I lean on them for information and direction and understanding. One of those people is Jonathan Honig, also known as the Capitalist Pig. And you can find him at capitalistpig.com. You can find him on Twitter X. uh, And occasionally I, I turn on Fox or Fox Business and there he is right there staring me in the face. But he's here on the radio right now. Hello, my friend. Mike, great to be with you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to all the listeners. And what of a hell of a year it was. I mean, we started out the year, it looked like the banks weren't going to collapse. Meanwhile, tech stocks roared back this year, and inflation's continued to hurt everyday Americans, despite a lot of uh, victory laps seemingly from the Biden administration. So a really volatile year for the economy and for the market as well. Yeah, I, and I stare at the uh, TV when I'm watching the Biden administration telling us the economy's great, uh, that everything's doing so much better, but it's really only doing so much better than a year and a half ago, right? We can't say it's doing so much better if you go back three years. Well, look, there's a lot of indicators that the economy actually is slowing, uh, one of which is job growth. You know, basically there was two things that were really indicative of this so-called roaring economy over the last couple of years, Mike. One of which was the acceptability of the number of jobs. We heard about that. And the other was consumer spending. I mean, we went out and we, we shopped basically since the pandemic, uh, uh, you know, heavily. Those, both of those factors are, in fact, losing steam. Earlier this week, we got the number of job openings now are at a two-year low. Hmm. And credit card spending, which had been just off the charts, is now actually starting to drop as well. It's up by only 5% year over year. That's down from double-digit increases in previous years. So there's a lot of indications, as I said, despite the fact that inflation is coming down that headline number, the American economy, meaning the average American, is suffering and suffering pretty badly. Well, wait a minute, Jonathan. If the American consumer is not spending as much, is not putting down the credit card as often, isn't that kind of good for the individual, but is it bad for the overall economy? Well, interestingly, Mike, we are spending. We're just not spending as much. The rate of growth of spending is slowing. I mean, oh, no, absolutely. In fact, one of the things we've talked about this year are those credit card debts, you know, exceeding a billion dollars, excuse me, a trillion dollars, for the first time, uh, consumers paying upwards of 20%. And ironically, despite the fact many Americans, in fact, the majority of Americans, think the economy is poor, there was a poll out this week, 71% of Americans say the, the, economic, uh, the economy is poor, 38 say it's very poor. We're still going to spend more this year, in fact, about $100 more. The average American is going to spend $975 on Christmas and holiday gifts. So where is it coming from, Mike? It's coming from credit card debt. We're putting in our credit card debt. And, and, and frighteningly, many Americans are taking what they call hardship withdrawals from their 401ks. Mm. So look, the bill's going to get paid. And I think that's one of the reasons why there's some worrisome signs for 2024. The debt continues to climb. Yeah, the debt is the thing that I always watch. And I have one of those little lapel pins that Thomas Massey wears. And it's a constant Wi-Fi connected debt clock that shows you exactly what's going on. I I tell you what the debt is exactly right now, but it's plugged into the charger because I was wearing it earlier and wore the thing out. It's smoking. The the numbers are running so quickly. Uh, Jonathan, if we look at the economy, we hear from the administration, look, as you said, inflation's down from its peak, but it's still there. Prices are still higher 
and going higher than the the inflation everybody wants at two percent. Uh, we look at gas prices have come down; they're still almost forty percent higher than when Biden and his administration took over. But that has a lot to do with the amount of gasoline uh, being available. There's a whole lot of oil and gas available right now, and it's winter. We're not driving as much. Uh, Are there other indicators we should keep our eyes on that will help us figure out if the economy is going to start going in a in a more positive direction? Well, I mean, sure. And you you mentioned oil and gas prices, Mike. I mean, this is a, a little bit of good news, I think. I mean, look, this holiday season, Record levels of travel, both in you know air and on on uh, in, in roads, and as you mentioned, the gasoline pump prices they're almost at the lowest point in a year, about eleven months low for gas prices. The average uh, gallon of gas is about three dollars and twenty three cents down fifteen percent just since mid September and you're right, increased production is one part of that uh, the kind of the negative perception in fact is that one of the reasons oil prices might are going down is because the economy is slowing I mean China, which is a big demand for all those commodities, including oil, its economy is basically completely moribund, uh, very much on its heels. So I think that's the fear about this come down in, in energy prices. It's not just necessarily because inflation's going down. In fact, there's a lot of in- indicators that inflation's going up, Mike. Just this past week, we saw gold hit an all-time high. So, you know, just a few years ago, you could buy an ounce of gold for $1,200, $1,400 an ounce. It's costing upwards of uh, going to be upwards of $2,000 pretty soon. So mm. a lot of indicators, despite the fact Biden's taking victory laps on inflation, uh, that genie simply isn't back in the bottle just yet. Yeah. And I'm not very confident that the administration or, or really anybody fully understands how to put the genie back in the bottle when you have as many problems that could affect it. You know, you talked about China. China's economy rumored to be teetering on a couple of major bank failures, a couple of huge problems there. How big of an effect on our economy is China's economy if it should fail? Well, many countries, excuse me, many companies, Mike, have already taken dramatic steps to basically break that supply chain issue with China. They've been diversifying out of China into places like Vietnam, for example. So, you know, many of those large multi-company, uh, multinational companies uh, countries, excuse uh, me, companies have already taken steps to basically try to isolate themselves. But look, China is a major ma- major manufacturer. They're also a major consumer as well. I mean, a lot of American products, Apple, for example, a Microsoft, a, a Tesla, and the like, get sold in China. So it's an interconnected world. And you know, I think there's a fear that if China's economy continues to decline, ours will feel the heat as well. But you know, that being said, Mike, you have to kind of pat, uh, you know, give the American. Uh, uh, financier and the American businessman and the American and entrepreneur a bit of a pat on the back this year. I mean, tremendous innovation from companies like Tesla, you know, like Apple, Apple and Microsoft and even McDonald's. You know, Mike, despite all the inflation, McDonald's is going to be opening 50,000 50, restaurants by 2027. So they're growing at a, the fastest rate in their in their entire history. So, you know, never bet against this country despite Biden, despite all the issues. And great American companies are continuing to grow. That's why I love the positivity out of this guy. His name's Jonathan Honig. You've seen him on TV, on Fox Business, etc. And he's also an author. Jonathan, before I let you go, give me the give me the instant elevator pitch on the new book that's out. Thank you, Mike. The book is Can You Really Love a Dog? It's a really benevolent, fascinating, and fun look at the, the psychology and the philosophy behind those furry uh, four-legged pets that we all love so much. It's at Amazon. Can you really love a dog? 
My name is Jonathan Honing, and it's a great stocking stuffer for any pet lover in your life. Can you live, really love a dog once again? Uh, the answer is yes, but get the book anyway, people. <laughs> Jonathan, thank you, my friend. Happy holidays. Best to you, Mike. Be well.